You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Takari Canosto. Takari, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you for having me. Takari, we're talking on uh, December 29th, the end of the year. You're in your uh, home in Finland, um, and we're going to talk about uh, your show in New York that just came down, Children of the Flood. Uh, I, I feel like since we're going to talk about this show and likely so much about uh, folklore and, and perhaps where you are as well as the medium itself, can you tell me a little bit about where you are in, 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 in terms of um, landscape and, and, and what's it like around where you are at this very moment? Uh, yeah, I'm I living in Vanta. Vanta is the third biggest city in in. Finland. It's quite near about Helsinki. It's only 20 kilometers from Helsinki. I'm living in a countryside, and uh, when I look at the window, there is a lot of snow and and fields and and forest and etc. Countryside. Right. Um, well, it sounds beautiful. And and so the this show, Children of the Flood. I mean, this relates to these are sculptures, um, and and they relate to what seems like a whole narrative, right? When I was in the show, it almost feels like I'm in another world, like I'm underwater or something like that. Um, these, are, these are stories that are, that are drawn from stories that you've heard, or, or tell me a little bit about the, the narrative and stories here that we're looking at. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, my exhibition name was you know, Children of the Flood. And, it, and it's... Um, uh, when I received that invitation from an HP3 uh, gallery, uh, I was reading a book of Finnish uh, science fiction writer Risto Isamaki, and the book deals with climate change and the resulting of natural disasters. And the book uh, name was Children of the Deluge, so it's I <laughs> a little bit borrowed that name for my exhibition and my collection. And uh, it's told about uh, um, the era of of the era of uh, after the great flood, and uh, if if the great flood came, will come and 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 the New York New York is going to sink. I have I have this kind of uh, rumors I have heard about the, that the water is rising in New York. Of course, this is a fairy tale, and 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 we are not going to sink the whole city, but. But in this in this story, I have uh, imagined what's happening after the Great Flood. People have to find a new way to survive in 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 water world, etc. And, et and uh, they are going to build together with uh, male life or sea life some kind of uh, new civilization. And that is the main story in this this exhibition. But um, and yeah, sorry, sorry. Go on. So, that, so it's about building a new civilization, a futuristic civilization that combines earth and and sea creatures. Yes, yes. And there is all, almost thirty or forty pieces, different creatures from from that imaginable mm. landscape, underwater landscape. And, and uh, I have I have just tried to try to create a new way to express myself and, and, and build a and build a new kind of figurative 
works works in this exhibition. I haven't done uh, a lot of figurative expression earlier. Of course, I have done something, but this is uh, that was uh, the biggest and largest figurative ex exhibition what I have had. So let's talk about the works in here, right? These are figurative works, and they seem like sometimes a mix of um, what I would refer to as kind of mermaids, uh, underwater creatures. Some of them are called uh, sirens. Uh, is, this, is, is there a, a series of characters? Is this all the characters, or is this like in development? This feels like... Um, in some ways, just a sampling of the characters. It almost feels like a, a museum exhibit where you're you're looking at remnants of a lost world or models of a lost world, and we see parts, but not not all of everything. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that how you see you, it? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, somehow, I would like to create uh, like a museum of of the ancient times. Of course, uh, now it's uh, it's like a future. Uh, or dystopic future, but uh, the feeling is like an, an ancient museum where you could find uh, ancient forms of life. And, and in this case, those forms are like uh, uh, hybrids with uh, deep sea divers and, and mermaids and, and different sea creatures. And there is also, uh, in, in every piece is what is there in this exhibition, there is a, some kind of story inside of it. And so let's talk about some of the so, so, so let's talk about some of those stories. I mean, we can we can uh, you can pick a piece if you like, or um, you know, there's a, a number of of different characters in here uh, from ones that are in your your studio. Um, but they there's one there's some common uh, parts of some characters like um, there's uh, there's one where there's uh, two figures together holding an egg, and there's a a kind of, uh, they look like they have tails for legs and uh, a hood on and, and dorsal fins. And, and this is, um, they are holding an egg. Is, is that correct? Yeah, they, those, those guys are like uh, mermaids or guardians uh, who are standing together and guards, uh, they're guardian, guardian of life and guardian of miracle. So it represents that there, there, there is a, egg in a hand which represents of life and, and the miracle of life and, and the other guardian has an, like a pearl which could also be a globe or, or something like that. And, and is this drawn from, you know, it's, it, they're, they're fascinating and look like, you know, um, again, like these creatures actually exist. Are these drawn from the book you're reading or also fairy tales that that you no, grew up no, with or, or have read recently? Yeah. No, uh, the book book just told told the story about the about the climate change. This is uh, every of these uh, details came came from my head or or from my childhood, where when I be traveling uh, around Europe in, in different museums and and places and etc. So I just. The process is like that, and I, I have some kind of idea, and then I maybe do a few sketches or drawings, and after that I just start to modeling. And uh, usually I just start modeling, and uh, something just happening. It just goes its own way, and uh, 
at the end of the process, I have something what I have done and what I didn't even know first. So, yeah. there's there's one image. Many many of these sculptures are are white or, or white and black. There's there's at least one that's that's not, and the one that I remember was called Ghost Rider, um, which seems like a figure on a seahorse. Uh, Oh, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about that one? This one seems to stand out. It seems to be different than the rest for some reason. And I, I don't know exactly why. Maybe the scale of the figure on it or this idea of, of figures uh, working together somehow. This idea of if we ride horses, you know, maybe we'd be riding seahorses in the future but it, or in the past. Um, yeah, can you tell me a little bit about it? It feels like there's a story in this one too. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, of course, uh the Ghost Rider itself, the name is, is legendary. But uh, somehow I wanted to to create... Uh, I, I usually, I, I try to get the heavy clay to come uh, lighter. And I try to find and figure out how to do lighter, lighter and... and well, lighter a sculpture which could could be in a space, and then um, in this work I just try to make quite heavy, heavy parts uh, with thin root. So, so there is a also inside a metal pipe, and that's how it stand. But uh, it's a, it's yeah, it's a colorful work. It's I think it's, it's maybe only colorful work in that exhibition. Of course, there was a, there were a few works downstairs in the basement, which were much more colored, but those are like a, another exhibition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a pale rider who riding with a seahorse, and, and they are together. And somehow they they are trying to save the world together. And in, in many of these in these figures, um, in, in the heads, they're either sometimes they look like they're enclosed, like in a, a deep sea diver's mask, or um, or their eyes are also covered consistently, as though they're they're not seeing. That seems to be not always consistent, but but quite consistent throughout these. Sometimes, you know, like in the the Guardians of the Future, we can see their eyes, but in in many of these, their eyes are are covered. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. Uh, somehow I try to uh, represent the blindness of humankind. And, and they don't see what they are doing, and they have to. I think they have to act more about the edge of the climate, climate change, and the climate crisis. That's why I I have made these blind figures. And there's also one, one statue where. where which have had a mirror, but now the mirror is lost. She can't watch the, even the mirror. Right, right. So so let's talk about that for a little bit. To step back, we're talking about materials in the show and, and the sculptures and, and the stories a bit. And then there's, you know, the whole show, you know, the, these figures who are looking at, for example, climate change in another way. So while these are in some ways drawn from, from fantastic stories, they're often... Your, your your intention, it sounds, is also to reference something real that's happening—a dialogue with the with the earth that somehow 
this this body of work or or or, or you yourself are are interested in that and and communicating about that is is that correct? I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, but you know that that there's a an almost activist quality to some of this in terms of um, in terms of what what could or couldn't be a vision of the future. Yeah, somehow, yeah, yeah. Maybe you're right. Um, um, I wanted to share share this uh, story and knowledge about uh, climate change, and and of course. At the same time, I wanted to make, make an art and a new way to express myself. Um, there is, yeah, it's a quite, <laughs> there's so much things in these pieces, so it's, it's hard to tell everything. It, it is, and so there are, all these, there are all these stories that we can continue to talk about, but there's also, the reason I'm, I'm pulling back a little bit is there's our place in the world, right? Your place in the world, my place in the world, where you actually yeah. live or where I live and our, our relationship to, to climate change in these, in these stories, which we could almost talk about as archetypes, right? From the, from the past things that, that people have been through or may go through. What's your, what's your feeling about uh, what's happening now? And, and, and perhaps a bigger question is what is, what is the artist's role in this, in, in the future, in, in climate change? This seems to point to that, right? This seems to point a little bit to our role, your role, what what do we do now? Or is it asking the big questions, or is that just me? You know, of about yeah, civilization. It, it what, what, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, as I'm, me as an artist, I think that I have a I have to do something, and and I don't know do I have a so many ways to to act. Of course, everybody could act in their, their everyday life and try to do better things and, and like that. But uh, somehow, I, I I have a feeling that I have to share this message somehow, and this is that's why I'm I'm doing this kind of art. And of course, every time when I'm going to do art, it's it's changing. But but last uh, seven years, I have had this kind of message behind the art. And there is, of course, there is a lot of messages, but the background is, is, is this. And, and of course, somehow, uh, I have noticed that in, this, in our time, in this era, people are don't, they don't believe, they have lost the belief about the science, and uh, they, they believe more in rumors or, or, or sayings or... or they think about it. Everything is fake news or something like that, and and that's why also I I wanted to share in this exhibition this kind of there is a lot of uh, uh, seers and clairvoyants and soothsayers and and that kind of figures because those are representative this this time and the feeling of the. I like that. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. And and this and this works continues in your studio now, right? What's what's happening in the studio at the moment? Is this is this work continuing? Is this is is this world growing, or is there something different about what you're making now? Yeah, I have to take a, a few weeks uh, 
that I have to. I, I've been thinking about what what I'm going to do next, but of course I have always I have something to do. At the moment I'm I'm uh, I'm finishing uh, quite a big uh, public order with the seven uh, imaginable fishes, and that work is going to be in in city of Espo. There is there will be a new uh, subway station, and I'm going to build there in seven fishes bronze fishes around the uh, subway station. That is one big work, but it now is now I'm making. I'm making the last one, last figure, and of course I have a lot of coming exhibition next summer and next fall. So I'm I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do there. Uh, I have uh, because that was my first time when I was visiting in New York in in September last September in this this with this exhibition, and I saw first time those skyscrapers. Now I am, I'm been thinking about maybe I have to do some kind of work or trilogy, which could which could represent somehow those ancient uh, skyscrapers or ancient suburbs or something like that. Maybe the mm -hmm. next next exhibit, the name of the next exhibition could be like uh, Tales of the Ancient Suburbs or something like that. I like that. I like that. That sounds exciting. And and the the subway work that you were talking about, the bronze um, fishes. You said they represent seven different species. Is that what you said? What are those? That sounds like a whole story there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. There there is a the the field where those works are coming. Uh, the name is uh, uh, the road of the seven seas, and that's why I have to do seven. <laughs> I decided mm -hmm. uh, that I have to do seven pieces, and uh, those uh, fishes has have also uh, a human like like faces and, and feelings about those are also hybrid hybrid creatures like like this this works in in this children of the flood, and uh, I'm going to cast. Those are bronze, and then I'm going to paint it and, and do it some kind of. There's, there would be a, a, a polished, polished spots and, and some some polished parts in those works, and, and then then also a color, some kind of color. I, I really don't know yet <laughs> what I'm going to use, but maybe some kind of automotive paint. Well, I like that. It's nice talking about that, that that future, and also the yeah, the subway work sounds sounds so interesting. I I wish you the best with that. I, I want to ask you one more question before we go, which is off topic. Uh, what are you reading at the moment? Uh, actually, I'm reading another book uh, by Risto Isomaki called uh, "Queen of Atlantic," and uh, the book tells also. Uh, a future after the climate climate has changed and and there is a lot of scientists who are trying to save the situation by designing huge ships that could transport Arctic ice uh, in in Africa. It's quite interesting, interesting book and and uh, and Risto Isomaki presents uh, 
lot of new and interesting scientific innovations in this book. Sekari, I want to thank you so much for talking with me. I really appreciate your work and show. It's, um, it's really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.